least resistance. Living might be taking chances, but they were taken. Loving might be a mistake. Tonight, government's controversial gold for oil deal set to undergo review as the International Monetary Fund's conditionality forces government to impose a stricter limit on Bank of Ghana's monetary financing, which is crucial to the survival of the petroleum policy. Government has opted to implement a policy of using our gold to buy oil products. That is something new, and it is the batter of sustainably mined gold for oil. And we are definitely assessing whether the program's objectives are likely to be affected with this new position government intends to implement. Story me blessed to brought to you by Vodafone further together. And tonight details are emerging that government is taking steps to review gold purchases as well as gold for oil program and its associated risk for the Bank of Ghana. The central bank and the finance ministry have already signed a memorandum of understanding to limit monetary financing during the program. The minority and other interest groups kicked against the program, citing government's failure to follow what they call due process and transparency. We're learning tonight that the central bank has been exposed to some risk as a result of this gold for oil deal. Uh, joining us now is my colleague Samuel Kojo Brace, who's been taking a look at the uh, details of this document, uh, where the IMF appears to suggest that our government, uh, through its own initiative, is beginning to consider a possible review of this gold for oil deal. Uh, Samuel, let's start off with what exactly the report is saying about the gold for oil deal. Uh, and its uh, association with the current 0% financing agreement between the finance ministry and we understand the Bank of Ghana, correct? Mm, yeah. And now, according to the IMF report, there will be an amendment to the BOG Act which will feature a stricter limit for monetary financing, mechanisms to monitor and enforce compliance, and a clear definition of emergency situations under which the limit can be temporarily lim- lifted. Now, so pending legislative changes, the BOG and the um, Ministry of fin- Finance mm-hmm. signed an MOU prior action so, so this it's is a, instructive. This, this, this is the fact action. that this is not necessarily coming entirely from the International this Monetary Fund. This was done got, before we, exactly. we, we got the funding from the IMF. Yes. Now, this was done to eliminate monetary financing during the program. So once the program is in force, we will limit how much we spend uh, on government uh, project. Now, mm-hmm. an ongoing updated safeguards assessment will provide additional support for designing changes to the BOG Act. 
Most importantly, government's gold purchase and gold for all programs and associated risks for the BOG. The BOG's balance sheet will be affected by the debt restructuring and the government and the BOG will assess the impact and develop plans for it recapitalization with fund technical assistance mm. support. So what's clear is that there will be a strict limitation on mm-hmm. uh, financing from the central bank yeah. and also that is likely to affect the gold for oil deal. The word being used here is review. Uh, we're not sure if mm. that will lead to outright cancellation of the program. Mm. But how about the position I, I, of the Bank of Ghana uh, and what they are equally saying about the gold for oil deal? Mm. Okay, now it says the central bank has indicated that with regards to their involvement in government's gold for oil program, they will, and this is key, they will conduct a thorough analysis of the risks that the BOG is facing under the program and report the findings to the IMF executive board. Also, Bank of Ghana says it will gradually exit from the gold for oil program as the economy stabilizes. You know, the gold for oil mm-hmm. was brought in because the economy Largely was going because through. of that. Yes, yeah. and they are saying that they will conduct a thorough analysis of the risk that that poses to the BOG and then they report to the board and then BOG will exit gradually as the economy stabilizes. So, so an exit will definitely happen. And when exactly. that happens, mm-hmm. that will affect the, the, the sustainability of the project because this is dependent on, on Forex, correct? Let, mm-hmm. Let's look at government itself and what they have to say about what this report is indicating on the gold for oil deal. So according to the report, government says they introduced the G4O, that's the gold for oil program, as a, a temporary scheme to secure adequate food supplies at favorable prices. It says it will ensure that one, contractual volumes and pricing structure for commodities, ex- export and import, and intermediaries margins are transparent. Two, the scheme is implemented in line with the applicable legal framework and fiscal risks are discussed with the Ministry of Finance. Three, the Auditor General conduct regular performance audit of the scheme. Mm-hmm. And four, uh, Bank of Ghana gold purchases follow best international practice and central bank safeguard standards. And also, the gold for all framework is in line with IMF Article Eight. And Tami, if you would recall, this was the concern of all the civil society organizations in the extractive space, raising concerns about transparency. And then the minority side of the house were mm. equally concerned about transparency. Yes. Now government a- accepts the fact that we mm. need transparency yeah. and that there'll be a need for some auditing, auditing in, 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 general, yeah, auditing to, to come into, into the yeah. whole arrangement. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, when the policy started, the vice president was upbeat about it. Vice president Dr. Mahmoud Abamia uh, then went to the University of Ghana explaining the, the, the whole rationale behind the gold for oil policies. I mean, let's listen to that and we'll be back. So I said, let me check how much gold we have accumulated in Ghana thus far. And when you look at the data between independence and 2021, we had accumulated just eight tons of gold. Eight tons. We are one of the largest gold-producing countries in the world. But we had accumulated eight tons. When I looked at the United States, they have over 8,000 tons. The IMF, many other countries in Europe are dealing with gold reserves of over 2,000 tons. And we have eight, single eight tons of gold. We proceeded to say the Bank of Ghana, you know, we suggested to the central bank to begin a gold purchase program systematically to build up our reserves 
in gold. And the gold program uh, started last year, and it is proceeding quite well. But to address this fundamental challenge that we all face of the persistent depreciation and its impact in, on fuel, in utility prices, food, and so on, government has opted to implement a policy of using our gold to buy oil products. That is something new, and it is the batter of sustainably mined gold for oil. And this is one of the most important economic policy changes in Ghana since independence. If we implement it as we have envisioned, it will fundamentally change our balance of payments and significantly reduce the persistent depreciation of our currency with its associated increases in fuel, electricity, water, transport, and food prices. And that's the, arguably the head of the economic management team, Dr. Mahmoud Obama himself, explaining the rationale behind this whole gold for oil deal. At a time when civil society organizations and the minority in parliament were raising concerns about transparency and how likely it may disrupt the market. Let's bring in now uh, the chief executive of the Ghana Chamber of uh, Bulk Oil Distributors, Dr. Patrick Kukwofori, who's uh, joining us uh, in this whole conversation. Uh, And uh, Dr. Patrick, I'm wondering if, first of all, this whole conversation around uh, a review of the gold for oil policy is coming as a surprise to you, is it? I'm not surprised because for any policy of this nature, either on a quarterly or half-year basis, they were definitely going to do a review. And we got to know of this way before even the IMF came in. So I think the concerns raised in, in the document both from BOG side, Minister of Finance and the IMF team. I think it's a welcome concern, and I like the posture that the government institutions involved are taking. What we urge is that they do a thorough holistic uh, assessment and then also measure um, the relative impacts that cuts across. Uh, and, and, Doc, if you could just uh, reposition yourself while, while you answer my next question. Um, initially, when all of this came up, your concern was about how th- this will disrupt the market. And you were raising concerns about Forex as well, uh, being cut to your members. Are all of these fears gradually being confirmed as, as the days go by as we run this gold for oil deal? Obviously, uh, no concerns still exist. You check in the same document, you could see that whereas the DOD auction was providing about 40% of our regular uh, request, currently we're having 20%, which means that members will still go out to the commercial banks to lock in those figures that somehow at a disadvantage compared to 
uh, our major competitor in the market now, but who for it has already been underwritten by the BOG by guaranteeing them forest at the rate and then other other privileges which the private sector Okay, uh, but, but then the, the concern of the average Ghanaian at the time was about the escalating prices of fuel on the market. Some say that we're seeing the resultant effects. So why change the regime when it's working perfectly for those who matter most, the, the consumers? I think this is where the media and all of us involved in this space all see the responsibility to really educate the public. The key determinant of uh, pump prices are the international prices. As at the time that the prices were 23 cities per liter, the international prices were over $1,000 per metric ton. But currently, it has come down to about $732. At that time, to the exchange rate, was around 1416 on the phone. I'm speaking to you. Last week, when we did the pricing window, exchange rate was 11 cities. As I'm speaking to you today, uh, from noon to now, the market is at an exchange rate of Almost 12.2. Uh, essentially, what point are you making? That the gold for oil deal is not yielding the results as, as many as uh, are attributing that to? They are uh, positive associated with the gold for oil. I will not discount that. But for us to say that as the ultimate cause or the major cause of driving the price prices down, it's not necessarily... Because we know that the international prices and the exchange rate that you use is the determinant which influence pricing. And this is where I think we all owe it a duty to the public to educate them and then uh, clear some of these erroneous impression being created okay. out there. I, I, well, that, that will be your argument as the bulk oil um, distributors. Uh, but now let, let's talk about the review, uh, which this document is talking about. Uh, what's your understanding, first of all, of this whole uh, review? And if indeed we are to proceed with a review, as government is indicating to us, what, what indicators, factors will you be on the lookout for, uh, which in your estimation will favor your market? Not necessarily to favor our market. We are all Daniel first. So we need to look at it and clear that. I just didn't make those claims because I represent a group. But I said, look out for the factors and the figures involved before you make those conclusions. If they are to do the review, we all welcome them to look at it from the operational Lapses, the potential challenges, what are the positives that the program has introduced, and how best can we refashion it to ensure that it provides an enabling environment for both private and public entities to compete in an environment 
that will benefit the ordinary Ghanaian uh, on the street. Uh, and I'm grateful uh, for sharing your thoughts with us. Uh, that's uh, Dr. Thank you very Patrick Kweku Ofori. Uh, he is the uh, Chief Executive Officer for the Ghana Chamber of uh, Bulk Oil uh, Distributors, sharing their thoughts on this uh, likely uh, review that may happen to the gold for oil uh, deal. Uh, l- let's now engage an energy strategist, uh, Dr. Yusuf Suleiman, who is also uh, joining us in this whole conversation, looking at the uh, possible implications for you on the market and those of you uh, who are going to bear the brunt of what uh, will be the outcome of this review. Uh, Dr. Suleiman, th- thank you for your time. Did, did you see this coming, first of all, uh, a review of this gold for oil deal at a time when government says it's yielding the outcome that we always wanted? Uh, Dr. Suleiman, c- can you hear me? Uh, well, well, let's uh, rework the lines. Uh, Dr. Yusuf Suleiman is joining us uh, via Zoom. Uh, and, uh, of course, he has some thoughts on what's uh, happening to this whole arrangement with the gold for oil deal. But uh, my colleague Samuel Kujabrez is still with us. And you just heard the bulk oil distributors talk about the impact mm-hmm. uh, on the market. And they're saying that there's also a risk that comes with this whole process, a reason for which government ought to do uh, that necessary review. Uh, the thing is that it will definitely have impact on the you know financing uh, of of BOG and then BOG's finances, and that's why it's important because they signed that MOU of zero financing. It is important that that is reviewed or looked at so that it won't have any impact hmm. on this MOU that was signed. Uh, and the word so. used in this document is stricter limitation. Let, let's get the thoughts of Dr. Yusuf Suleiman. Doc, uh, I'm grateful that you're joining us. Now, I was asking if you saw this coming, uh, the fact that the, there'll be a possible review of the gold for oil deal at the time government says all is fine. We're seeing the benefits of it. Dr. Suleiman, uh, we seem to be losing Dr. Suleiman, but uh, he's joining us via Zoom. Uh, let's uh, speak to, of course, the ranking member on the Energy Committee in uh, Parliament, uh, John Jinapo, who's joining the conversation as well. Uh, Mr. Jinapo, I'm, I'm grateful for your time. So let, let's get your thoughts as well. Uh, this document and what it says about a possible review of the gold for oil deal. For you in the minority, uh, you have questions surrounding transparency. Uh, but th- beyond that as well, there's also the impact on the market. Uh, now that the IMF deal is revealing to us that this will happen, uh, where lies the joy of the minority? Well, no, we have no joy at all. Indeed, uh, our fear and our worry is being confirmed by the IMF. So clearly, we've known that this gold for oil deal is not sustainable. Indeed, the information I'm getting is that the Bank of Ghana is hugely, hugely exposed because of the volatility with gold prices. You might buy it today, and within just one hour, the prices will change. And I'm told that the Bank of Ghana exposure is increasing by the day, and that PMMC is not even able to buy the quantities of gold they are supposed to procure. Meanwhile, government has decided that no exports. And so the IMF seeing the trend, I'm sure it's getting very, very worried. And he's decided to limit the Bank of Ghana. Already, my information is that the Bank of Ghana on its own is decided to refrain from additional financing and asking that the amount they've already advanced should become a revolving fund. But that is becoming very, very difficult. 
So I'm not surprised at all. It does appear that contrary to government's propaganda, that this IMFD is going to bring a lot of relief, Ghanaians are going to go through very, very difficult and tough periods in order to ensure that we have fiscal discipline and that we are brought back on the path of fiscal consolidation. Mm. Uh, but John Ginapo, your, your constituents are listening now, and, and when you advance this argument, it's as though you're not with them or for them in terms of the impact at the pumps. That, that's what we're all on the lookout for. We've seen this before. President Akufuado reduced electricity tariffs in 2018. Everybody was very, very happy. Eventually, we are bankrupt. This country cannot even pay its pensioners their own investment. What they are entitled to, even their principal, cannot be paid. And so, please, you see, this is not an issue for the minority or the majority. This is an issue for the people of Ghana. You give me freebies today, and then tomorrow I'm hit very, very hard to an extent that the little that I depend on for medical bills, I cannot get that money. That is what we ought to be looking at, the part of sustainability, cutting our quote according to our size, and ensuring that we live within our means. These populist political decisions should be a thing of the past. Uh, for now, all that's holding this whole arrangement uh, and, and government committing to it is a memorandum of understanding, uh, which the IMF says will be in force, waiting for some legislative processes to take place uh, within your own house to, to give full backing to the review of the Gold for Oil deal. When that comes before your committee, will, will you support that process? Uh, not just support. We'll make amendments where necessary. We'll make inputs where necessary. Don't forget that government has also signed an MOU with the Bank of Ghana on zero financing. The IMF has realized that the Bank of Ghana has advanced over 70 billion to this government, contrary to what it's supposed to do. So following Kumo's presence at the Bank of Ghana, I'm sure that he is looking at the books and not just making recommendations in terms of MOU. They want to codify it and then convert that through a legislative system so that it becomes law, which might have some penal measures. So I think that the Bank of Ghana and the IMF are the ones really pushing because the fiscal side is really having a negative effect on the monetary side. And I think that we ought to place partisan politics above these issues, look at it critically, and then think of the future. In managing an economy, is always about the future. It's not just about today. Uh, and I'm grateful. Uh, we'll definitely have this uh, conversation sometime later. Uh, let's bring in also uh, Professor of uh, Finance at the University of Ghana Business School, Gottfried uh, Bokwin, who's joining us on the telephone lines. But thank you, John Jinapo, a ranking member on the Mines and Energy Committee. Uh, Prof, uh, you've seen the document, you've seen the text for itself, stricter limitation when it comes to financing from the central bank. And the word used here for the gold for oil deal is review. What, what's your own reading uh, of this move by government? I think that um, it's largely consistent with our expectation. Uh, certainly, we it's, it's obvious, even when the central bank sought to deny that from last year that there wasn't financing to that scale, you could see that the 5% in the Bank of Ghana Act wasn't respected, complied with. 
and probably the explanation was that COVID and then government has lost access to the international capital market and all of that. So, and certainly with that, it was going to be difficult to increase your policy rate marginally as they had done, whilst on the other hand, you are doing this monetization of the deficit and the, and the debt. It's, it's very difficult to bring down inflation. And therefore, given that inflation, low inflation is one of the macro targets under the program, then the IMF will, will be very strict. And that will not be new because the 16th IMF program that kicked in from April 3rd, 2015 to April 2019, we had a similar arrangement of zero financing. And even as part of the exit strategy of the 16th IMF program, government had committed okay, to the zero financing. Okay, But the question is, in as much as it is desirable in bringing down inflation, as a country, can we really do without budget financing from the central bank? We need to have that conversation now so that whatever we are, whatever amendments we want to make to the Bank of Ghana Act, we situate it beyond IMF supported program as a way of also building sustainability. Okay, so that is that is at that level. The other one is the gold for oil. Um, I have had reservations with that policy. Um, to date, I haven't seen any clear document or presentation from government that demonstrates that the gold for oil would actually lead to lower export price in terms of how it will benefit consumers. Okay, I haven't seen that. I have not been convinced about that. And therefore, the other bit also is that we need to manage this good for oil in such a way that Bank of Ghana doesn't drift away from its core mandate of monetary policy in a way that perhaps would suggest that they are meddling or straining into the fiscal side mm. in terms of... Uh, the operations but, and mechanisms. But, but, but Prof, it, Prof so, sorry for cutting through. Each time you raise that point, government then points you to this uh, PDF document, uh, which they've released uh, uh, answering a number of uh, frequently asked questions on the whole policy. And in that document, yeah. they talk about yeah. the lowering of the export prices. There is no demonstration. Hello? Sir, I'm Hello? with you. Hello? I, I'm with you, sir. Yeah, there is no demonstration of how the gold for oil will lead to a lower price compared to what we have been doing. Because the point is that there's an established channel to export your gold and, and get the dollars and use that to buy oil. If you are not going that route, you need to demonstrate side by side how this would deliver superior outcome to consumers. And with the limited data that we have so far, that hasn't been done. And I think that we need to take another look. Also, buying gold as part of our reserves management, Bank of right. has been doing that since the bank. Okay. But the other bit that the fund is also talking about is that compulsory surrender of gold export earnings by the 
exporting company multinationals in the rest of it. In as much as that shows up Bank of Ghana's reverse, it actually drives up liquidity in the interbank market. And we saw when they were enforcing that particular directive, how it dried up liquidity at the interbank level and the retail level. Okay, I see. Prof, we need to go. We need to go. But um, for the skeptics, uh, they've seen, for instance, what's happened to the Fiscal Responsibility Act and uh, the fact that government has not been able to commit to that. Uh, briefly, in 30 seconds, uh, are you hopeful that government will stick to this MOU that's been signed between the BOG and the Finance Ministry? As long as the IMF program is running, because there are indicators linked to some of these MOU and the rest of them. Government will work hard to comply with that. Remember that the next tranche, and even after that, we only get those installments based on performance. So the incentive to work hard and comply with those in order to get the installments, the remainder of the money, is very high. Then also, in terms of improving our credibility, even in the, within the international capital markets, as government would hope to return to the market probably within the shortest possible time, all of that will help. But the question is, post-program, how would it turn out? Mm. Then the fiscal responsibility, you know, there are certain broad measures in the program. The fine details will be worked out in the, in the, uh, in the course of the implementation. All right. So mm. a lot more details will have to be worked out, and I'm sure that is where Indeed. the input and, and the conversation and the will, will yeah, and the conversation will, will definitely continue. Grateful for your time. That's uh, Professor of Finance at the University of uh, Ghana Business School, Godfred Bokwin, wrapping up top story with me. Bless us, Next is Newsnight.